Hi, this is Jem for episode two, My Fair Inland Empire Girl. I tried to reinvent myself, but ended up right back where I began. But there's a saying, it's not the destination, it's the journey. My family grew up living in a low-income suburban area of Ontario, California in the 1970s. My parents worked hard, my dad moved furniture, my mom waitressed. Most of our friends lived in the Section 8 apartments across the street, so we thought we were pretty well off. Our clothes were new, even though they were bought at Kmart. Our family took road trip vacations in the U.S., and my parents owned their house for most of my childhood. They only lost it after my dad bought a bar, but that's another story. My parents always said we were bill poor. A typical dinner was hot dog and potatoes if mom cooked or meatloaf if dad cooked. We never went out to dinner except to Pizza Hut, which used to be a restaurant. There were just some things I never experienced. I never learned which fork to use. I never went on a plane until I was in law school for job interviews. I never traveled out of the country except to Mexico. I never even lived outside of California unless you count the first year of my life in Great Falls, Montana. All this changed when I took a job at the largest law firm in Texas and moved to Houston. When I got the job offer, I didn't even think about what it would be like to move to Texas by myself. I didn't consider what it would be like to leave my friends, my family, and Adrian. I just packed up my apartment and left the week after my law school graduation at USC. There was no time to waste because I had to study to take the Texas bar exam. P.S. I passed it. First try. The summer prior, I had worked at the firm and it was like something out of a movie. The Texas law firm's partners and associates took us to overpriced dinners, fancy lunches, theater productions, concerts. Basically, I was wined and dined right out of my mind. This poor Inland Empire girl felt like Eliza Doolittle. And when I was asked by Houston, and people always asked, I said it was a job offer that I couldn't refuse. So there I was in Houston all by myself for the first time in my life at 30. I was scared shitless. I played it off pretty well though. In Houston, I reinvented myself. In many ways, I became an adult there. Before, I would never do anything alone. But in Houston, I was alone a lot. I went to movies alone. I spent dinners alone with a book. And I even once went to the theater alone. It was James Joyce's The Dead, I couldn't resist. I wasn't always alone. I made some close friends. I had two Latina twin friends named Celia and Cecilia. Confusing, I know. They lived in my apartment complex and we came from similar blue collar backgrounds. Celia was a lawyer at another large firm in town and Cecilia was a writer in grad school at Rice. We used to sit out on the balcony between our apartments and drink orange flavored margaritas. We would laugh and for a minute, I wouldn't feel so homesick. It was hard. I identified more with the people who served me at dinner than the people I worked with. When I told a partner that my mom was a waitress and my dad was a truck driver, furniture mover, he looked at me with an open mouth. What would he have said if I told him that I was a high school dropout turned USC lawyer? I kept it to myself. That's not to say that everyone I worked with was hopeless. There were some surprises. There was Nancy, a fabulous associate, a year above me. 
She graduated at the top of her class from U of H and we became fast friends. She had a wry, sarcastic way of speaking that I admired. And there was an older white partner who mentored me and taught me that it wasn't about making partner, it was about learning as much as I could. I bought my first $300 purse. Then I bought my second $300 purse. I used to hang out at the three, four seasons with all the associates. We used our American Express cards for drinks and appetizers. We would drop a hundred bucks without any thought whatsoever. I bought more and more stuff, nice clothes, a new Mercedes, a beautiful two-story house, furniture, and soon I was a perfectly coiffed, brand name purse-carrying version of my former self. Like I said, Eliza Doolittle. Of course, and you had to know this was coming, my friends. The sheen wore off. After three years in Houston, enough was enough. I was fat, miserable, sick of being alone. Adrian had been accepted into UCSF Dental School and there was no way he would move to Houston now. I hated practicing civil law and my 70 hour work week had me severely depressed. I even missed my crazy family, can you believe it? So I took the summer off and I took the California bar exam. I found out that I passed the bar exam the night of the law firm prom. This Texas law firm's prom was legendary. Thousands of people attended every year. It was a who's who of Houston society in attendance. Men wore black tie, the women wore long gowns, there were ice sculptures, oysters on the half shell. It was one classy shindig. My friends had bought me drinks to celebrate my bar passing, and I stumbled through the party drunk on martinis and the knowledge that I was finally free. At the end of the night, I approached some partners and their wives. One of the partners congratulated me on passing the bar, and before I could stop myself, I responded in a loud voice, I am blowing this taco stand. And you know what? I did, and I never looked back. That's it. Thanks for listening. Life of Gem should have a new episode out by next week. Have a great day. Live your life to the fullest. Take care. Stay well. Bye. Thank you.